0: The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO, Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast.
1: Today, I am in the podcast studio with my friend, Jerry Lewis. Hello. Good to be here with you. It's been way too long. And when I think of Jerry Lewis, I think of like this history that I have with you that goes all the way back to days when I used to donate time um, uh, at Pappas Elementary.
0: You know what? I remember (laughs) those days. And in 2008, uh, when Ed Key was asked to take over uh-huh. those schools uh, yes. because the county was shutting down pappas i know uh, i had the chance to meet you it was yes. great
1: pappas and children first academy and now Edkey. key yes yes
0: let's well, see Edkey. key Edke is the corporation that holds all the charters mm-hmm. uh and the children first what we call the children first leadership academy now is one of those schools
1: nice nice we'll talk about um what's happening at ed
0: key key is Doing wonderfully. Uh, We're headquartered right here in Mesa, just on the uh, 60 in Horn. Um, We've been here since 1996. Uh, It was one of the first charter schools started here Uh uh, in Arizona. And uh, since that time in 1996, we've grown to over 26 locations across the state. Wow.
1: Um, We have. Oh,
0: yeah. Different schools. At, at different locations. We serve the communities in which our schools are located. So mm-hmm. you'll never find two schools that are exactly alike. Um, some deal in performing arts, some deal in athletics, some deal in uh, founding fathers. It's, it's just a menagerie of, of uh, different uh, approaches to educating children.
1: Well, when I went on a tour, uh, it's probably been about four years ago, of Sequoia. That was a really interesting school. So talk about the relationship between Ed Key, Sequoia, Children First. Talk about about kind of that.
0: You bet. Sequoia Schools is kind of a brand name, Mm -hmm. okay? There is no Sequoia Corporation. Mm -hmm. It's actually Ed Key, Inc., Mm -hmm. is the holder of all the charters, whose names in most cases begin with Sequoia. So we have Sequoia Charter School in Mesa, uh-huh. we have Sequoia Lehigh uh, in Mesa, okay. uh, we have uh, Sequoia Pathfinder Academy out in Mesa, Sequoia Eastmark in, in Mesa as oh, well, wow. and other Sequoia schools across the state. Okay. So Ed Key is just the corporation that holds okay. all those charters, okay. okay? And Children First Leadership Academy is one of those charters that it holds.
1: So go back, to, um, go back to Sequoia, because I think that's the last tour that I took. And you have a special program there, right?
0: We do. We have a program for the deaf students uh, yeah. in the greater Phoenix area. It's called Sequoia Deaf School. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, right now, I think there's about 65 students uh, that are K through 12. Mm-hmm. Every year, they graduate at least three or four students. Mm-hmm. And to walk into that school is like walking into heaven. I mean... It's all quiet. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're a hearing-only person, it's a little bit unnerving because you see people getting educated, but you're not hearing anything. Everything is done through sign and through objects and Mm -hmm. so forth. Um, It is a great place for people that are hard of hearing, deaf, and their siblings who who live with with people who are hard of hearing or deaf. Mm -hmm. We bus people in from... All over the valley to that school. That's awesome. It's it's preparing kids for college. A lot of our kids at that school will go on to Gallaudet University uh, or other junior colleges. Some of them play sports, uh, as hard as that is to believe. Awesome. Uh, they'll play for the Sequoia Charter School, which is right there on the same campus. Mm-hmm. Um, some great artists. Okay, some great mathematicians, and and it's it's amazing to see what can be done. When you apply the right mix of teaching and awesome. personnel to uh, help students with those special needs.
1: Wow, that's great. It was it was really quite an honor to walk through there and to meet some of the teachers when I did. Talk about who um, who is served by Children's First Foundation.
0: Okay, the Children First Foundation is a an organization that was set up back in 2012 to. Help the Children First Leadership Academy, which is the former Pappas right. School for the Homeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's currently located on the corner of Buckeye, excuse me, uh, Mojave and Sixteenth Street, just south of Buckeye. Okay. If you're familiar with Carolinas, yes. it's just down the street from Carolinas. Yes. Okay. And uh, the
1: original,
0: the original Carolinas. Yes. Okay. The best, uh, best burritos in the <laughs> state of Arizona. a uh, shameful plug for yes. uh, for them, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> The Children First Leadership Academy is a K through 8 school, but also on that campus we have an emotionally dis- uh, disabled uh, placement student program, uh, also known as EDP. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's upstairs. Uh, a lot of the students from the Children First Leadership Academy and from here in Mesa get bused to that program until they can transition out. Um, there is also a high school, uh, 9th through 12th grade high school, uh, that consists of online learning but in person instruction. Okay, at that same campus, so there are actually three, three operations on the one campus. Mm-hmm. So the Children First Foundation supports those three operations on the Children First Leadership Academy campus, but also other poor kids at our schools across the state. Mm-hmm. There are homeless kids um, that are defined homeless by the McKinney-Vento Act. Okay, which doesn't necessarily mean they're living in a park uh, or, uh, you know, under a bridge or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a different set of criteria that are used uh, to establish homelessness for a student. Um, so we have students like that all over the state, but that one school in, in Central Phoenix uh, is our, usually has a higher percentage of, of homeless students than anywhere else. So how many
1: students do you think are at that school?
0: At that school right now, this year we're right around 150 mm-hmm. students. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been as high as 300. Oh wow! Okay, um, and um, that's when we had ninth and tenth grade as part of the school as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we cut back just so it's K through eight, and then we set up okay. a separate high school okay. um, for those for those kids. But uh, we average somewhere between 100 and. Hundred and ten to two hundred students in the the K three program at the Children First Leadership Academy.
1: Got it. Um, talk about the foundation and how the foundation supports the homeless and impoverished children at Children First Leadership Academy and other Ed Key schools across the state.
0: As you know, the uh, Sequoia Charter Schools Ed Key are funded by by state funds. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a public charter school, mm-hmm. um, and uh, those funds pay for books, pay for teachers, pay for location. Um, we pay for our own busing and so forth out of out of the funds that come from those public funds. But what we have found, and every every school district seems across the nation has found the same thing, is to take care of those kids who are poor, who are homeless, who, who have difficult situations. You've gotta give them a whole lot more than yeah. just a ride to school and a teacher in front of them with some books and a desk. Sure. Um, Most of the time, they need to be fed breakfast and lunch and, if possible, dinner. Most of the time, they need to have shoes and socks and underwear and clothing so they can go to school. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, they also need supplies, uh, backpacks, pencils, paper, uh, markers, uh, rulers, the whole whole gamut. That's where the foundation comes in. Mm -hmm. Those are the obvious ones, but the not-so-obvious needs are the extra counseling and behavioral health that so many of these kids need. Mm -hmm. And as as you know, the uh, state of Arizona ratio of uh, students to counselors is uh, amongst the worst in the nation. Mm -hmm. Um, The foundation is also working, especially in the last year, in this coming year, to provide more counselors for these students to help them with their emotional problems, but also help them to become career ready. Mm -hmm. So when they leave high school, they are either ready to go on to college or they're ready for a career, and they're not going to repeat the cycle of homelessness and poverty that their parents uh, found themselves in.
1: It's such a great system, though. I mean, when when I was working in Phoenix, I had the opportunity for almost two years to volunteer and uh, mentor a little girl. I found out after I had been there for a few months that they gave me um, the, the project at the school and asked if I wanted to... Uh, give her back and she's a different child. And I said, well, no, I'm dedicated now to this little one. And she she was quite the challenge. Uh, <laughs> but it was really rewarding, you know. And then uh literally one day I got there and they said they hadn't seen her in weeks and she was just gone. You know, she and her family had moved on and and hopefully they're doing something else and you know in a better place. But um, getting to just be around the teachers and other volunteers that put so much effort into a school like that, it's really, really rewarding.
0: You you bet. And and when a child comes to school, if they are fed, if they are clothed, if they are feeling well and loved. And loved, yeah. then they want to learn. Right. If you take any one of those elements out of the equation, the last thing they want to do is learn how to read, write and compute. Yeah. Right. And right, the, the, the foundation provides food, the right? gap, the, 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 the food, the clothing, the shelter, the medical, the dental, the hearing, uh, the emotional, need, uh, uh, behavioral health counseling and so forth that they need mm-hmm. so that they can focus on, on learning.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what, what changes have you chosen to make as a result of this pandemic of ours?
0: <laughs> the pandemic has been really interesting. Of course, we, when, when uh, the state was shut down and we could only do online school, Um, we were amongst the first to do that because we had online experience in our organization and we were able to pretty much move on without skipping a beat. Um, And We brought the kids back when we could Um, and in particular at the Children First Leadership Academy, supported by the foundation, we had some very, very, very strict uh, protocols as we did in all of our schools, even more so in this one. Every child's temperature, even to this day, is still taken as they come in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before they get on the bus, um, they are... Evaluated and the parent has to say that yeah they're they're okay. If there's any any question at all, we call and if we if we can get to a parent, sure. uh, we have we, we we'll take them home or we isolate those kids if, if they're if we can't take them home themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing testing for the kids and for the staff um, uh, regularly every every other week. Back uh, in, in, during last semester. Um, our classrooms have plastic barriers around each of the desks. Kids are wearing masks. Okay, we don't require it, um, but it's encouraged enough that they wear masks anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the social distancing, obviously, especially in, indoors. Uh, the students, uh, in many cases, will eat in their classroom rather than eat or eat by their classroom in the cafeteria rather than eating in a large group wherever they want to sit. Um, but we've done all these things. We've also tried to educate the families on these protocols because uh, we can control our environment. We can't control sure. theirs. So we it's been a great education process to, to help these kids not just get COVID, but feel safe and validated in coming to school mm-hmm. and wanting to learn, despite the fact that they have friends in the same complex they live in that aren't going to school. that are sitting around and playing or doing whatever they want to do. They're still coming to school and they're getting an education. Mm-hmm. And what we found, though, is uh, is is in many cases where uh, academic achievement would have dropped, our students have either stayed uh, pretty close to where they were or have actually improved uh, through COVID. They, we're very proud of that throughout the awesome. organization. Yeah. yeah,
1: good for you. Well, when you think of the students the foundation serves, um, do you have any stories, maybe a story or two that you could share with the audience to help to get to know them a little bit better?
0: You know what? Uh, there's There's so many. I'm sure Um, there's tons. And you you just relayed one, and and, and unfortunately, we don't get to hear the end of a lot of these stories. Mm -hmm. However, sometimes we do. Um, There was one girl, and she is now an 11th grader um, that was special needs, okay? And she was very high-functioning special needs, but had some severe learning disabilities, very withdrawn, very much to herself. in eighth grade, we were able to take her and about ten of her friends back east on a on a trip, starting in Boston, then through wow. New York, the Gettysburg, Philadelphia, the Gettysburg, and then ending up in Washington D.C. Uh, got to meet Senator Cinema uh, uh, one year, or the year she was there was actually Senator Flake, um, and uh, they got to see the whole gamut of of U.S. history. And we we did this wonderful preparation course. She went from being this recluse kind of a person. By the time she got back from that, she was integrating with all of her, her students. She has now got a 4.0 grade point average wow. at her school. I'm not gonna name the school, okay? Oh, Be- she? She is now, what, 17 years old? She's a junior. Uh, 4.0 great. grade point average. And this girl had learning disability. She's in regular education classes now, and she's thriving, doing wonderfully. To top That's things awesome. off, make matters worse, Very serious tragedy, in her family last year in the first week of school, which I won't go into because I don't want to to identify her, very serious tragedy, and despite all that, she maintained a 4.0 grade point average and is is doing a wonderful, doing some wonderful things. It works if we can get the program to them, and uh, and that's what the foundation does. It delivers hope Mm -hmm. to students in need.
1: That's great. Well, good for her. Well, uh, as we wrap up, I do want to talk about one last thing. You have a fundraiser coming up.
0: We do. Thank you. We have our inaugural golf tournament on November Uh fifth at the Point at Tapatio Cliffs, Uh um, and it's going to be a wonderful opportunity for people to show that they care for. The homeless kids and the impoverished kids in mainly Central Phoenix, but mm-hmm. other places throughout the state. Sure. Uh, and have a lot of fun. It's a Friday. It's a Friday morning breakfast, lunch will be served. There'll be awards, and also there's a hole in one shootout, a million dollar hole in one shootout. Nice. So uh, uh, people have an opportunity to uh, to win a million bucks. Uh, awesome. And, and uh, it's it's going to be a wonderful opportunity. We encourage we encourage anybody that lo- loves to golf. To, to go onto our website at childrensfirstfoundation.org and, and check it out. It's right there on a banner as you, as you go to that site. Um, and come golf, even if you've never been associated with the foundation or the children before, it's a great opportunity to have fun. Bring your friends, get a foursome together, be a sponsor, or just just buy, just buy some... Do some uh, need volunteers? You know what? We will probably need volunteers to help mm-hmm. keep uh, keep things going yeah. uh, there at the golf tournament. But also, if someone wants to volunteer at the school occasionally, mm-hmm. we can always use volunteers at the school. We, we never turn away turn a away volunteer. So
1: that's probably on your website also. So
0: it is. So you okay. bet. All People right. can volunteer or donate, whatever they want to do. And the
1: date of the golf tournament
0: again? November 5th. It's a Friday morning. 5th.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Anything else you want to mention?
0: No. Go Mesa Chamber of Commerce. You guys are so good. We love being a part of Mesa's uh, wonderful, wonderful chamber program. Yeah, and, thank you. and everything that you do here, Sally and, and Bob, you guys are wonderful. Thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you. And uh, when you've got more to talk about, let us know. We'll have you back.
0: We'll look forward to that.
1: All right. Thanks, Jerry. It's good to see you.
0: Likewise. So i take care. Thank you. This has been a Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. You can find all podcast episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at MesaChamber.org. Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.